All right, we're here on a, a football Friday in Atlanta on the fan, and obviously on the Mike's On app. And uh, we get to start the day with some uh, football royalty. You know, through the years in the NFL, when you compared receivers, you compared him to Don Hudson, then you compared him to Lance Allworth, and ever since he got in the league, you compare him to the uh, incomparable Jerry Rice, who joins us now. Where are you, Jerry? Welcome, Jerry. How are you? Hey, thanks for having me. My I can't pleasure. Believe, yeah, I can't believe it's uh, Super Bowl 53 already. Uh, well, you know what? You made a large mark on a lot of them, and they go <laughs> fast, don't they? They go oh back, and you come God. back as reigning royalty all these years, obviously, because of all your wins and uh, everything you accomplished. But... Uh, how does it feel when you come back now? I mean, do you still enjoy coming back? I still enjoy it. I, I enjoy everything that's leading up to the big game. Uh, I remember, you know, my first uh, Super Bowl, what that entailed, uh, being nervous the night before. Were you, you know, nervous? Not being able to sleep. Because you were a preparation oh, yeah. guy. You were a yeah, big preparation yeah. guy. I'm all about detail. Right. And I was always nervous, but I think it brought out the best in me. Oh, it did. And, uh, you know, I was able to uh, go out and uh, have my uh, best performance. Well, you guys, you know, were always on mark in the Super Bowl. That was the thing. I mean, the Walsh teams, even leading into the CIFA teams, you guys were always ready on Super Sunday. Always crisp, yeah. ready to go. I think it was all about the preparation. And... It was, you know, believing in each other. And you got to think about the entire picture because during training, training camp, when you're having those two days and you're sweating and, uh, you know, you have those pads on for, uh, for two weeks, you know, with those two days, you know, trying to get here to the big game. And once you get to the game, to have the focus and, and, and say, hey, look, we're here for a purpose, and that purpose is to uh, win this uh, uh, Super Bowl. Did you... As you guys prepared, and a lot of times your tougher games were coming in the NFC playoffs oh, yes. because you had really good teams. Right. The NFC was loaded in those days. Yes. And whoever got out of the NFC was going to be a big favorite in the bowl, right. as we know. And some of your games were very lopsided in the Super Bowl. Did you prepare the same way for the Super Bowl with the extra week as you did normally? Or did you change the way you guys prepared? Prepared the same, same way. way. You don't change anything. And my did you thing, do a lot of week in, work in the off week, or did he give you a lot of rest in the no, off no, week? No, no, if you, uh, if, if you needed uh, time off to try to heal a little bit, yes, you know, that, that gives you a little time to heal. But for me, uh, it was one of those things I still practice hard because I, I wanted to stay in tip-top shape. That was very important to me. So that, that extra week I worked. Then once you get into this week, you have to deal with the media. You have to deal with so much happening. But still, when it comes to like that Thursday, that Friday, then you know that, uh, you know, you're a day away from uh, uh, the biggest game of your life. Did Seifert do things exactly like Walsh yeah, or did he change them? Way. Same way. The same way. Okay. See, Bill Walsh always wanted to give me days off. Oh, he did. He, and, and I was like, no, you can't do that to me, Bill, because I only have one speed. And that's one speed is that I needed to take those reps so I could get a feel for exactly what's going to happen to me on that given day. So it was important. And he was like, you know, hey, you know, Jerry, you might want to take, you know, Wednesday off or something like that. No, I couldn't do it. You know, you had the blowout games. They had the game in the Wallens 55-10 with yeah. Denver. You had the game against San Diego. Two plays into the game, boom, goodbye. I mean, and then yeah. we know how that went. Uh, but you had the close one with the Bengals. Oh, yes. And you had the great drive, the John Candy famous, yes, hey, there's yes. John Candy drive. That was crazy, man. I'm, I'm serious. And to have a quarterback like Joe Montana, to come in with the coolness and knowing that, you know, if you got time on the clock, he could move you downfield. 
And when we broke that huddle, you know, it's like before years, someone said something about John Kennedy, but I was like so focused on what I had to do. We broke the huddle that was complete quietness. I didn't hear anything. Everything went quiet. And I just knew the importance of every catch and, and just moving the chains. And once John Taylor made that catch, yep. then all of a sudden I heard the crowd. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that was my that was my first Super Bowl win, so it's something I'll never forget. Was Joe the same way? Yeah. In the huddle in a tight game, was he the same way he always was? Was he more talkative, less anything? Was he exactly the same? Joe Cool. Just always always the same. Joe Cool, and I think you that's what you see in Tom Brady. Yeah, it's very much, you know, yeah. it, it, it's it's funny. So much is made of Brady and how many times he's been here. And I try to tell people I say, listen, I'm not taking anything away from Brady, but don't discount what Montana yeah. was like in this game. He was almost perfection in this uh, game. Without, without a doubt. And, uh, God, we used to call him, you know, Joe, uh, Joe Cool, and he never got frustrated. Uh, he knew his primary second guy. And when you, when you got a great leader like that, it makes everything, it makes everybody better around uh, you. And, and, and I think that's why we... Uh, we were so successful when uh, we could win so many football games. You know, Swan and Stallworth had an impact oh, yeah. as the receivers with Bradshaw and those latest Steelers Super Bowls, acrobatic big catches. But you were the guy who created these diva receivers because they then, all no. followed you. Now, you didn't act <laughs> no. like they do, but you know what? You started this whole big receiver thing. You were the guy that kind of set that mold, as the, and everyone wanted to find a Jerry Rice after right. that. Everyone had to find a Jerry Rice. Right, you know, but in the context of uh, the scheme, you can't be that distraction. Yes, you know, you want to have that confidence that, hey, look, you know, you get me involved, we win the football game. But when you put pressure on your quarterback to throw you the ball, then he's going to force the ball and, and uh, most likely it's going to uh, end up in an interception. So I was one of those guys I always wanted to get in the game. If the ball was not being thrown my way, if it was a run play, I was going to make contact with that defensive back. I was going to try to hit him as hard as possible to get myself going. You know, people throw the word great around a lot. I don't use it a lot. And to me, a great player is this, someone who has a defining impact, but also someone who has an edge over everybody else at his position. That was you. That was Montana, or Brady now, Lawrence Taylor. You know, a couple of guys who you can tell, if you didn't have to ask who was the best at that position, that guy was the best by a lot. There would be, if you asked 50 guys in the league, they'd all give you the same guy. That's great. That's what you brought to that position. I mean, time after time. The thing I think about with you is your consistency year after yes. year. I, I know your preparation. You were using uh, all kinds of techniques yeah. for years before, right? Getting massages, doing different uh, yeah, things with chiropractic, all right? Stuff. All that stuff, right? To get myself ready to uh, try to play my best football. But I think the most uh, important thing for me, it was my conditioning. I wanted to start the first quarter, and I wanted to end uh, the fourth quarter the same way. And you conditioned all year, right? All I, year. I, 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 right after the season, I, I took uh, probably about two weeks off, and I was right back into my training. So I never got out of shape, and I think that's why I was able to play for over 20 years. And, and people might not, they might know, they know the name now, they know the record books, but they might not realize you were a guy that was taken in, in, in the middle of the first round. I yeah, mean, you were a guy that yeah. they said, well, I don't know about Mississippi Valley State, blah, blah, <laughs> blah. Can he do this? Can he do that? It wasn't like you were the first player in the, in the draft. Uh, yeah, I was taken. I was uh, 14, the 16th. 15, I was yeah, the 16 player okay, taken. Yep. And uh, San Francisco traded with the New England Patriots to get uh, down to that 16th spot because I thought I was going to. 
uh, really uh, be a Dallas Cowboy. You did. Yeah, I, I really did. And uh, that would have been interesting. Bill Walsh, but this is so crazy because Bill Walsh and the Saints they were in town to play. Well, Bill went to New Orleans to play the Saints, right. and so they were in town. And Bill was looking at some old uh, highlights that Saturday, and he noticed me running across the television making catches. Then he went back to the scouting department and said, hey, you know what? You guys might want to look at this guy from Mississippi Valley State University, Jerry Rice. So that's how I got drafted. It's unbelievable. That's crazy. It, it is crazy. And I've heard Andy Reid said he drafted Hunt the same way by watching yeah. him on Tuesday night on television. Yeah, that's crazy. So sometimes it can be you pick guys up in the strangest places, <laughs> you know. But people now look and they – they, these kids now who are today coming here who are teenagers, they and all they know is they hear the names Montana, yes. Walsh, Rice. Bill Walsh has almost become like this, you know, mythic figure now that he's gone. Right. Tell the the folks something about Bill Walsh. Bill was the he was a genius. How he could motivate you to be the best. And when I came into San Francisco, I had some adversity because I was dropping footballs. Something I had never done, and uh, it was so much. I was trying to comprehend so much, you know, learning the playbook, trying to get uh, adjusted to uh, California and all that. You know, coming from Mississippi, sure. a very small place. Sure. And so I remember being booed by the crowd, everything, and I broke down in tears. And Bill walked up to me. He said, look, he said, you're going to be one of the greatest football players to ever play the game. Wow. Day. And when he said that he said to me, that to you, huh? he said that to me, and, and it was no way I was going to let that man down. But he was not only a coach, he was a father, and he, he could walk into a room and it's just, just light that room up. You know, it was amazing. You guys, you know, when you guys came, uh, you won. I mean, that's what, yeah, it, yeah. And, and that's what stands out to me is that when you go to the big game and you win, that's the thing. And you guys didn't win. You could, every time you came, you won. I mean, that was the bottom line. When you guys came to this game, you won the game. That's what it really was about. And that's what really stands out. It really does. It, it, what do you, when you see the game today, do you like the way the game's played today? I, it's changed, it's changed it so change, much. It's changed, it's changed a lot. so yeah. much. It's so much easier to play wide receiver than it was even when you played. I yeah. mean, as far as the rules and everything. Do you like the game now? Well, you have the run-pass option. And... You know, collegiate-wise, uh, that's exactly what they're doing. With the and, spread and, and everything. And, yeah, and, and, and I think the NFL, they decided to copy that because they wanted those players to be able to come in and get acclimated right. real fast. Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to say I'm a big fan of the run-pass option. I was all, all about the West Coast offense and, and stuff like that, the timing, the rhythm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, with the uh, RPO, you don't have that time in, in that rhythm. Do you see... Montana and Brady, do you see some things about that you see oh, the yeah. likeness of the yeah. two of them? Oh yeah. And and I think Brady watched a lot of film. Oh, he loves Montana. Admits it. Yeah, yeah so you know and, and Brady is doing something that's exceptional and and to have the opportunity to win so many he gets here to be so, here, he gets so, here many so, many so often. I mean listen, you had great battles with the Giants, you had great battles in the NFC, and you didn't get here every time. It's hard to get here. Yeah, that yeah but much. think about this. Okay, you lose to the Eagles and you back here again. Again. It's amazing. That was that was unheard of. Yeah. You know, back in the day. You're right. You're right. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Well, listen, talk about Hennessy for a second. Yeah. Uh, Hennessy, you know, they have so many uh, varieties of uh, cognac, and cognac is a brandy. And, uh, God, it's made in uh, cognac, uh, France. And for over 250 years, they have celebrated celebrated this with their customers, and it's like that never stop that never settle attitude. And that was something that I did in football. You sure did. Never stop, never settle. And, you know, for this big game coming up, I'll probably have uh, 
you know, just some Hennessy on the rocks, uh, Hennessy uh, XO, which is the, the extra O. I'm the old guy now. So you can go to Hennessy.com slash US for more details. Well, listen, pleasure to see you. As hey, always, man, thank Jerry, you thank so you. much. It's always good to My see you. My pleasure. Jerry Rice, back after this.